Episode 60 is here of Fat Boy, the podcast. You know what this is about. We've got stuff to talk about. You know, I said that I was going to get in to a month in 2021 at the very least, and that is what we are doing today. So let us begin the mayhem, which is this podcast. Who's a fat boy? Hello, hello listeners from across the land, South Africa, some people check in from Ireland, the United States apparently, and a few little pickles here in Canada. That's nice to see. I like that, uh, I don't know what it is, maybe it's the, the artwork that somebody is coming across and they're searching and they go... Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Why not? Look at that guy slurping all those disgusting foods into his body. Because uh, that's what it's about. We are, uh, Fat Boy is not uh, gender specific. It's non-binary. It's, 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 you know, it's a, it's a way of thinking. It's, it's whenever, whenever you indulge, when you give in to what society is trying to make us do as far as it comes to food. Okay. Like, and that is to engulf and gorge ourselves with it. And it's always a fight to try and be healthy. Like now with technology and everything else, we're just getting even better and better. And there's more information out there. Out there. Oh, I'm switching accents a little bit. But, you know, part of the problem now is that there's too much information and we don't know if it's credible. And, you know, the Internet is, as I said before, there's a reason when I was in high school like 20 years ago, they did not let us cite any sources from the Internet. It just made complete sense. Could you imagine back then? How could you trust it? Every site had torches on it. Every site, google.angelfire.com, hotmail.angelfire, everything was angelfire. You can't trust fucking Angel Fire. Although I've seen some beautiful sights done on there. And you know what? Those torches were fucking sick. That was legit. You had torches on your site. That was goddamn legit. So as we're at the beginning, you know, well, the end of the month here, it's January the 31st. Episode 60, 60 episodes. Wow. We finally, we're, we're onto the new decade of episodes. That's fantastic. I just want to remind everyone that I didn't last week, but you know, I do do some writings from time to time. Go to pocketsfatboy.wordpress.com. Okay. I do some, you know, dumb product reviews and whatnot. I reviewed a, a bike that I've never even used. I will never buy, but it just looks so ridiculous. And it was $1,800 and I, I had to make fun of it because... It was a joke, and I, I believe I talked about it a little bit on the pod, but if you want to check it out, please go to the website there. And, uh, you know, for, for the listeners that like Google Podcasts, you'll be happy to know they finally fucking figured it out. I had to contact support to get them to switch over from the last hosting place. You know I switch hosting a lot. I like to lose track of how many, how many uh, listens I've had over the years, I guess. So... They, uh, you know, it took some, it took some, uh, back and forth. Okay. But we finally are back on Google podcasts, uh, updating uh, along with, uh, you know, each episode, which is good. And now we're on a new thing called verbal V E R B L. I don't know. There's just a million 
different podcast podcatchers things coming all the time somehow i'm on it and if you if you're first in the door at verbal you can listen there it's just another way to push a button and listen to this this glorious podcast that i have uh how's everyone else doing out there you're doing well you know it's been it's starting to get a little bit colder uh COVID fears are taking another turn. Now they're saying that masks aren't good enough and we need to double up and triple up. And 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 I tell you, the white people in the city of Toronto are they're they've had it. They've had it uh, up to up to their eyebrows and they're protesting in the streets. And now the new thing is, yes, that they need to to wear more masks because it, the new strain is so contagious that it doesn't seem to be contained in our little grandma clothies so you know it's it's an it's an embarrassment to be white uh, almost every day and definitely seeing a parade of white people now i'm saying majority white people i'm sure there's a few people of color as well but uh, most people of color are smart smarter than the white race and uh, you know white people just haven't really had to fight for any kind of of right in their life. You know, they've never had to fight just to, you know, protest to just be treated fairly, not murdered by cops or, you know, the right to vote or, you know, just the right to use the same water fountain as, as a white person. You know, you never, we never had that as white people. So when you, when you give us something so simple to do that could, you know, test your, your selflessness by just like, if you're sick, you would just contain the virus a little bit. Maybe, maybe just as a hope, because that's all we have. You know, you have to take to the fucking streets because you're so enraged about it. It's very upsetting. You know, it's upsetting to say, to, to, to see and say. And I just wish that, I wish that the white race uh, would go away and if that's if that's what we have to do that's what we have to fucking do yeah it should be the first people to go to go to uh mars you know it should just be you know 50 million white people just get the fuck out of here go go destroy that planet uh and they'll try to you know everyone else will try to fix what, what beauty we have here on earth but you know what we're not getting negative on this podcast i do get negative sometimes because you know i like to display my feelings uh, truthfully and appropriately and, and i'd like to be honest with you guys of how i'm feeling but i'm actually feeling okay you know, I've been working out. I'll get to that in the fitness update, obviously. So I seem to be back on feeling good on the bike. I think I'm at a good place with the new exercise bike. But, uh, you know, it's it's January 31st. There's some birthdays happening. You know, we got to get to those goddamn birthdays because those are the people. The, the actors are are who are the important ones that, that we some of them become politicized and, and you know, people believe what they're saying and listen to every word. And, and, you know, they just they bring us joy for some reason. And it makes me happy to to riff on some people that are having a special day in a positive way. 
Uh, maybe negative. You know, sometimes it slips and it slides when I do this. But, you know, before I get to that, I'm going to give a special shout out to a, uh, a birthday boy who uh, is a former actor now. I think he's in the IT business. I can never, he could tell me it 30 times and I can never truly understand what he does. Something in hospitals with IT. Uh, but the actor Aaron Mettler turns 38 today, January the 31st. And you might remember him, you might see him because he did a non-union commercial for some kind of uh, American law firm where he, I think, uh, pretended to be someone in a motorcycle accident or something where he was wearing a leather jacket, I believe. And he was kind of like, I got an accident and, and Hawks and Barnes got me out of this or that. I don't know why I went with Hawks and Barnes. thought of Salino and Barnes. One of them's dead. I think Barnes is dead. But happy birthday to Aaron. I hope that commercial is still circulating in the States. I know that, you know, uh, it, it being non-union, you will <laughs> never get a residual for it. But I'm sure you got like a nice five grand buyout or something when it happened. Who knows if that law firm is even still existing today? You know, law firms come, law firms go. Partners are made and partners woe got a very special birthday boy today he's 74 years old jonathan banks johnny banks okay you remember him from breaking bad mike mike erman trout from breaking bad that that crazy dead-eyed fucking guy got his looks like he got his acting break in his mid-60s uh to late 60s now that that that's hope right for us uh, actors waiting for that break and uh, Mr. Justin Timberlake, welcome to This Is 40. You're 40 years old today. I guess he's an actor. He's also a well-known musician. Of course, of course. He's done some uh, acting roles that are, that, are, that are pretty okay. Carrie Washington's 44. Mini Driver, 51. Can you believe that, Mini Driver? Goodwill Hunting, best known for, always will be known for. Uh, had a teacher that kind of looked like Mini Driver, and... You know, I had a I had a crush on that teacher. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't really have a crush on Minnie Driver. I uh, but uh, she's an acquired taste, and I think she's a beautiful woman. Portia de Rossi, 48 today. Arrested Developments. Portia de Rossi, also known as Ellen's wife. You know Ellen, the one with the uh, toxic workplace that we thought would be canceled, still might. You know, Ellen's pretty old. She's in her 60s now. Maybe it's time to pack it in, right? Uh, speaking of Arrested Development, isn't this interesting? Jessica Walter turns 80. She's in the 80s club. You've done it, Jessica. You've done it. You can die now whenever you want. You hit 80. You have fucking made it. Wow, I can just imagine what the cast birthdays were like on Arrested Development. You and Portia celebrating your birthdays. I think when she started, she was just, a, a you know, a, in her early 30s. And you were, well, in your early 60s. Fantastic young bucks. Who else we got? Uh, you know, this is a big month. Bobby Monahan, 44, Saturday Night Live. He's kind of like the anti-Belushi, the reverse bizarro Belushi. I don't know. He's a heavier guy. But instead of being addicted to heroin and speed, I'd say he's addicted to cinnamon hearts. Doesn't he look like a kind of guy that's addicted to cinnamon hearts? Anthony LaPeglia is 62. Funny, I was just watching Frage when when uh, Daphne's brother came to town, uh, Simon. And, uh, you know, Anthony gave us that beautiful rendition of a British accent. Really fun. 
I bet he didn't get all the flack that the uh, you know the actress who played Daphne got about her accent, even though she is actually British. Gap brother Paul Shear is 45. You remember him from the league. He's also on a show I was on in an uncredited way called The Amazing Gale Pyle. He was big into that show. Uh, you know Morgan. Paul Shear. He uh, you know, he's got a great gap. It's probably two to three millimeters bigger than mine. And he is a jet bald man. So that's another area I'm heading to, a bald gapped man. That is fucking me. And to finish it off, I don't know, Marcus Mumford's 34. I thought that guy would definitely be at least 62. I'm surprised he's younger than me. Mumford and Sons, I thought they all started out in their 50s. But yeah, you know, that's no one else is really popping out. Happy birthday, everyone, on January the 31st. We're going into February. We got another solid month and a half before the one-year anniversary of this fucking terrible pandemic. Uh, Are you guys feeling that? Fitness update. Okay, so fitness-wise, I am feeling a little bit better this week. I'm not feeling as uh, self-conscious and bloated. Uh, I think I got in about four days of exercise. I was going to exercise today. I don't think I am now. I think I'm going to take another rest day trying not to overdo it but you know i think four days is pretty good monday wednesday friday saturday i think that's what i did i think that's what i did so yeah i'm pretty happy with that if i'm doing at least three to four days a week that's good you know in the yesterday i i got out of the house i went to the uh disease central part of ontario known as toronto yesterday to finish up you know i talked to my grandfather on the last pod feel a bit weird about it, but you know, uh, I had to help my mom move some heavy stuff, brought my wife and, uh, we did that. We cleared out the apartment and, and I, I will never need to go back to that building again. That's kind of haunted me in a way. I don't know. It's, I think it's getting better there, but it's always been a dumpy, shitty place. And, you know, I've always kind of felt bad for my grandparents for being in there, but you know, we threw out a lot of shit and, you know, in Toronto, sometimes you just, you just chuck the motherfucker outside <laughs> and apparently shit's blowing all over the place as my mom said. But, uh, you know, if you need a nice Jack car Jack from like, I don't know, 1970, it looks like, or, you know, a Bombay side table or, you know, a, a fold away bed with that's missing a wheel and will scratch the fucking whole floor in your house, leaving a nice groove then, uh, you know, you should stop by One Coin Street in New Toronto. Now, if you don't know what New Toronto is, then you don't deserve to know. You're not from Etobicoke. So, and it's uh, One Coin Street is in New Market. And I, I would imagine there's some stuff still there. If you want to go on the north side of the building there, take some of the stuff that we dragged uh, out there for the garbage man. Because it's better to uh, reuse and recycle and reduce the amount of garbage that we have. So fitness-wise, I'm feeling good. My legs are pumped. Cardio's felt pretty good. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to continue to keep doing that in my office that I kind of lock myself into these days. Because uh, what else are we supposed to do? We, we're not supposed to do anything. <laughs> so that's that's pretty much the the update. Haven't got on the scale. I know I teased and said that I might do that this week. I did not fucking do that. I did not want to get on the fucking scale, okay? 
And I don't have to fucking do it if I don't want to, okay? But I'm pretty sure soon I'm going to do it. I'm feeling a little bit better about that. Um, and uh, yeah, let's just get to some health news and have a little bit of fun there. Health news. News that is health related. Okay, so the first thing I w- wanted to talk about this last week, but after I recorded last week, or was it before? I can't remember. I think it was just before I recorded. I went to the dentist. I got my teeth cleaned. You know, I was, I've was i been very uh, freaked out about that experience. I've been scared because of COVID, and it just seems like a, it's a place where there's lots of spit and, and droplets, and the air is just thick with with human moisture all the time. And I really was putting it off and, you know, I go every nine months to get my teeth clean and I've been, you know, I've, I've changed dentists. I'm happy with my dentist, but I, 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 I thought, is it worth risking your life? And you know what? You have to just, you just have to go for it. You got to do it because, uh, that is a part of your health too. You got to keep those teeth clean. You got to scrape off that plaque, you know? So everybody, I know it sucks that you you don't have coverage. You got to pay for it. But if you take care of your teeth, it's only going to cost you a couple hundred bucks. You know, it's 200 bucks a year. It's fucking worth it. Just get your fucking done. So another bit of health news. You know, I love Subway. I love the idea of it. I don't go half as much as I used to. I feel like when I lived in the city, I used to go to Subway maybe once every two weeks. And, you know, I've been, I stay away from their meat products. I don't. Usually, sometimes I I get the, you know, the mystery meatball sub very rarely, but I would always, probably for the last decade, would get a vegetarian sub and I would put Southwest sauce on it and uh, I was just loaded up with vegetables and it was fucking delish. Get that thing toasted. You know, sometimes I wouldn't even put cheese on it. Just fucking vegetables and some hot mayo and it was just the, it was just delish for me. You know, maybe it is a little bit healthier. I don't know. But they're constantly having problems with, you know, accusations about their food and their meat. One thing that I'm reading, uh, so Subway's tuna is apparently not tuna, but a mixture of various concoctions. Now listen to this, folks. Subway describes its tuna sandwich as freshly baked bread, layered with flaked tuna blended with creamy mayo, then topped with your... your choice of crisp, fresh veggies, right? And as this article says, it's uh, a description designed to activate the saliva glands. And and I agree. But uh, according to a recent lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California, the complaint alleges that the ingredient billed as tuna for the chain sandwiches and wraps contains absolutely no tuna. Now, Representative Subway said the claims are without merit. Not only is its tuna the real deal, the company says, but it's wild caught, too. Okay, my wife brought up a good point when I brought up this article with her. Uh, you can't farm tuna, I don't think. I don't think they're, they're fucking humongous. Tuna are humongous. And you, you can't have like a shark tank full of tuna in a farm. It's just, there's no way. I think you have to have them wild caught. I think maybe they're saying, uh, 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 are they trying to make us believe that it's not like a, a, uh, you know, using a fucking net or something like they're using bait. I just, I fucking <laughs> doubt it. I know I, I have worked on a show before, uh, in, in some regard. And I, I will say that the tuna trade, it, it's a hard thing to catch and they're big, 
beasts and uh, the guys that reel them in. It's quite a workout. It's CrossFit for sure. Tuna fishing CrossFit is the next big fucking thing. That's if we don't run out of them. But back onto the uh, lawsuit that's coming. Uh, there's some, uh, they sent some tests, multiple samples, samples taken from subway locations in California. And apparently, yeah, the tuna is not tuna. It's various concoctions that do not constitute tuna, but they've been blended together to imitate the appearance of tuna. So there's two plaintiffs, apparently. I don't know what. Did they really go to Subway thinking like, wait a second, is this like I come here for the real fucking deal? Of course, it's probably something squeezed out of a bottle in a lab, but they are trying to get a lawsuit going and they're trying to get it certified for a class action suit. So that they can, if you, if now, if they do this, listen to me, listen to me. If you bought a tuna sub after January 21st, 2017, you might be in for some cash if this uh, class action suit gets certified. Okay. So if you got that receipt, cause I know you keep your subway receipts, prove it and we will get that money to you. So you can get, you can get some money back. I don't know how much it'd be. You might get your money back for the sub. Let's put it that way. Uh, kind of, they, they seem like ridiculous people doing this. I, I wonder uh, if it's going to cost them more money than they, they want to deal with. I don't know. But this is not the first time Subway has been accused of, uh, you know, unhealthy foods. Now, before we even get into Jared, we've talked about Jared and the Subway diet and what a fucking idiot pedophile like can you imagine i don't know how this company still exists they threw everything behind a man who uh, halfway through the 15 years he was the front man for the company was paying minors for sex it's just insane he was doing that so there was like seven years of it uh, he, uh, probably the whole time who fucking knows this guy is in jail for a long time and you know he but I guess you got to give it to him he's he started eating uh he was a 400 pound man who who ate a six inch sub with uh, no mayo on it and just some, uh, you know, probably uh, he just switched from one fast food place that was burgers to subs. And of course you're going to lose a ton of weight. I've talked about Jared enough on this podcast. Let's not give that guy any air. But the funny thing too is after the reason I bring up Jared is, you know, after he, it, it all blew blew up with him and his weight loss, we started to see all these different breads. It started to become this place with 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 eclectic different kinds of bread you could get. And in Ireland, okay, so check this out. Subway is the world's largest restaurant chain with nearly 42,000 locations. It's more than Starbucks or McDonald's, but the chain is shrinking rapidly because the Supreme Court in Ireland recently ruled that rolls made by Subway contain too much sugar to be legally considered bread. Okay, so they're saying that the highest court ruled that the Subway is selling cake or high-sugared buns and not bread, according to Ireland laws. And now the CBC has also done some digging around. Now, that's the Canadian version, if you Americans are listening. That's our news network there. And they did a DNA test on their chicken sandwiches and found that they were only half chicken and the rest was soybeans. Now, I don't know. Is that is that bad? Is it bad that it was soybeans? I mean, if it was anything else, I would say, like, if it was... Uh, 
you know, chicken grinds or, you know, like the, the hind parts, uh, hot dog meat, you know, there was a place in, in Toronto I used to go to called Mel's Delicatessen and they had, uh, this, this meat that they would put on the fries and stuff. And we used to call it chop chop. And I heard from people that work there that there was like a bucket of, you know, cutoffs for meat and shit. It was a gross bucket and they, it was in the basement and that's what they, they used to sell as this add on. And we called it chop chop. And it, it seems like, you know, the, uh, I'd rather have, if you're putting soybeans in with the chicken, maybe that's a little bit healthier Well, you're putting vegetable and what's the big fucking deal? Why do, what is it with eating a giant fucking breast of chicken? Like it's fucking gross. I feel like I'm, I'm eating the, the, the bicep of a teenager Sometimes when I'm eating chicken breast is I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting down the path where I'm starting to get grossed out by eggs and by chicken. I think I might be fucking done with them eventually. You know, as much as I love it sometimes, I think I'm starting to get grossed out. I'm fighting it. I've noticed I'm really fighting that feeling. So anyway, yes, Subway is not healthy. They really need, I just wish these fast food places, because you know this is a pro-fast food podcast, one of the only in the biz, and I just want them to own it. I want them to go, fuck yeah, the tuna is not real, but does it taste fucking good? Okay? You just own it a little bit. That's what I want. Moving on, moving on. A lot of Subway talk here. A lot of Subway talk. Oh, is that... Uh that pretty much it. I guess I just uh, all my health news is really on the on the on the the subway attack that's going on, and I'm I for one I'm not down with it. Sorry, I had a beer. I'm a little burpy. Other shit. This is where I talk about whatever the fuck I want. It doesn't have to be health. It can be sports. It can be movies. It can be, you know, just uh, yoga, whatever. It can be anything, you know? I try and go through it fast. Let me just do a, do a time check to see how much how much I'm wasting here. Okay, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting up there. I'm talking uh, quite a bit, quite a bit. So first thing I want to just say is that I was watching a show you should check out on Netflix. It's called Spycraft. And it's like a little docu-series about spies. And it talks to like some retired spies and some historians. And it just kind of, it just kind of, you know, goes through, you know, how they use sex and, and espionage and sexpionage, or if you will, uh, poison and, you know, the gadgets, the stuff from James Bond, all that stuff. It's all true and they do it. And it's pretty insane how they've, been able to to wiretap and figure out different technologies the one that really always scares me and you know is probably going to be poisons right uh that would be that would be something I'd, if i was like a, a famous politician or you know even a famous person or someone that that, that that's grinding the gears publicly of, of of someone like putin or something like that but like the and i say putin because the if you remember the litvenko Litvenko, I think his name was. He was a spy for for the Russians or something. Like he was working for them, and then he <clears throat> and then he switched sides and he he uh, exposed some stuff apparently, and he was killed in a nuclear attack. Uh, they used polonium. These two guys from the it must have been from the Russian government. They used one little tiny grain of polonium, which is not, you 
let's be honest, you can't just get polonium anywhere. This isn't fucking, you know, uh, Marie Curie shit anymore. It's, you know, state sanctioned to get that stuff. And it was just one little thing they put in his soup and he pretty much looked like he was through intense radiation after four days or something before he died. He was, looked very fucked up. But what they didn't realize is, you know, polonium is very radioactive. So they were radioactive and everything they touched became radioactive. So they left quite a trail of this, you know, uh, polonium everywhere they went on planes and windows. It's just friggin' insane. Who knows what happened to them? Did they get sick? I, I don't know. Maybe I missed that part. But that's a show you should check out. It's kind of fun. Uh, maybe don't watch it all in one pop, though, because it does feel like everybody is definitely uh, listening. <laughs> and it makes me feel a little more paranoid. Now, the next thing that I wanted to talk about, I'm probably going to, I'll cut off some of this for next week because we're getting a little long here. But, you know, the Keystone Alberta pipes and stuff, the, the tar sands in, in Alberta, it, it's in the news. You know, Biden has become president of the United States and he wants to shut that shit down. The Keystone pipeline, you know, Trump was trying to get it going again. Now it's back down. Thank God. I just think that I think it's time for Alberta to try and figure out a way to pivot from the dirty tar sands. And I didn't realize, but what the whole tar sands is, you know, it's bitumen, and bitumen is asphalt. It's the shit that we put on our roads, that, that we, we pave, that we, we roof with. Asphalt. That's, that's what the fucking tar sands are. They take that, they dilute it, they add chemicals, they add like crude oil, and then it becomes oil. And it's dirty, smelly shit, and apparently uses a lot of water to get that barrel of oil, and it's not very uh, lucrative for us as citizens we pay a lot in taxes for it and it really doesn't it's it's just like a it's a it's a sinking ship in a sticky tar sandy fucking toxic dump and you know i think we just it's clearly really bad for the environment it's bad for it's bad for people's drinking water the keystone pipeline it passes over a you know one of the biggest aquifers in, in the world that provides water to over 2 million people in like, I think South Dakota or something like that. It, it just, and doesn't it just seem fucking insane that a pipe is going to go all the way from Alberta from fucking like Fort McMurray, which is way up all the way down to Houston, Texas. And they're going to have leaks and they have before and they call them welding anomalies. And it just seems so fucked up. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? We need to get this shit is buried for a reason. Is anything good that, you know, like I feel like everything that's buried in this earth is like Pandora's box. It's buried for a fucking reason. I just feel like we're not supposed to fuck with it, but it's, you know, it's, it's got so much power and uh, people love oil, especially since the 1850s. So yeah, we're still in this. Uh, it's weird to be alive during this, this oil fascination because it will run out eventually. We'll expel all the fumes into the air and that'll be the end of it. We'll have to pivot, but they want to drain it the whole way. And like any good vampire, you can't drain it right till the end because usually if you keep, and I'm referring to the movie interview with the vampire with uh, Tom, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Could you 
<laughs> Could you imagine if it was Tom Hanks instead of Tom Cruise? Tom Hanks. So if it's Tom Hanks, then it would also have to be like, oh man, Mike Myers. I don't know. I feel like uh, playing Brad Pitt. <laughs> Uh, it would have to be, uh, that'd be a really different interview with the vampire movie. Uh, might've been a little more fun, you know, definitely would have been a little more fun, but you know, yeah, you don't just keep drinking when they die. It makes them very sick. They don't feed off the dead and that's what they're doing in Alberta, feeding off the dead. Uh, you know, it's COVID time. Everyone's feeling a bit fucked up. I will say one thing that you should think about doing Guys, get some pictures printed. Put them up in the room that you're staying in for the majority of your life right now. I got a bunch printed off of Blacks. Yes, the company still exists in a, in a digital way, only on the internet. You can, you know, put your photos on. They'll print them and mail them to you. I got a bunch printed. And, you know, where I work, I look to my left, I look to my right, and I see pictures of before the, the end times. And it's just nice to, to get your head out of that fucking well of despair. So I've been doing that. I recommend you guys do it too. Also want to talk about my ass. I have a burn on my ass from my car seat in my car, the, the heat warmers. Uh, this has happened to me once before, and I thought it was just a one-off. But now I have a, like a, an actual cut on my ass from the burn, um, and it was a blister. And uh, I think it, it qualifies as like a first-degree burn. Uh First being the lightest, right? I, I feel like that's just a light burn. Uh, a little bit of a, you know, scraping your knee on the gravel pit kind of feel. But uh, should I be concerned about that? Is my car going to catch on fire every time I use it? It felt pretty hot. And the last thing I'll talk about... Um, Oh, yeah, this is the last thing I want to talk about. Okay, a little more fun. Let's light it up a little bit. But uh, you know what? I was looking at some weird... Uh, health news of 2020 and you know we haven't had enough of that year have we but this might cheer us up a little bit it's a it's a bit of a strange thing but <clears throat> I got some music for it I got some music don't worry uh, just to I'll, I'll give you three of them before we end the podcast okay strangest medical cases of 2020 all right so I picked my I picked my favorites <laughs> Uh, I will say that there was one I didn't pick, but there was one about a cold allergy where apparently, yeah, you can get, uh, uh, have an allergic reaction to the cold. And, uh, you know, vegan, uh, a vegan correspondent for Pockets Fat Boy, Dan Scarfone, apparently has the same reaction. He gets all fucked up with the cold. If he's too cold, he breaks out, he gets hives or something. So a 34-year-old man had this reaction and he was just, I think he got out of the shower and uh, he was in a cold bathroom. So he got out of a hot shower into the cold bathroom. And then he was starting to struggle to breathe. Skin was covered in hives. And he went into anaphylaxis. Yeah, he almost died. Isn't that freaking crazy? It's called urticaria. Uh, <laughs> cold urticaria. Cold urticaria. Okay, so yeah, just uh, I wonder sometimes if I'm going to get that. Sometimes I go for a walk and I feel like my lungs are turned to ice, ice, ice. Okay, so this one really fucked me up. Uh, somebody had a pierced heart. Okay, now, ah, what was it, a knife? No, a teen had chest pain. And what happened was is, uh, so he went to the ER 
and he was he had this sharp pain in his chest. It was going through his back. So they did an MRI and they saw that there was a uh, linear metallic foreign object lodged in his heart, aka a sewing pin. The guy had a sewing pin in his heart. Oh man. I, I, I get scared with jawbreakers, and yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to hold a pin in my mouth. So apparently, he just was like, "I don't, I don't remember falling on something. I don't remember any physical trauma." But he, I like that he's like, "But I am a tailor of my own clothes, so sometimes I have a sewing pin in my mouth." And he must have been not aware but he ingested one how did it get to the heart how did it get to the heart okay uh the last one is this the last one no second last one okay persistent coronavirus okay so this is related to the times and so a i think it was a 70 year old woman who had a type of leukemia she ended up being infectious with COVID for a record 70 days. And apparently she didn't have any symptoms, which is weird too. So she, they kept testing her. I think she had it in her for a period of about 150 days, but she was contagious for 70 of those days, meaning it was, you know, found in her um, nasal cavity and in her droplets and whatnot. And they, she ended up beating it. They don't know how that happened either and it's just a reminder that people who are immunocompromised might have a harder time fighting this off because obviously her body's fighting this leukemia couldn't fight off you know didn't learn it didn't learn it so it took longer the last thing i'll talk about this is something that really freaks me out too because my mom has a hot tub but uh there's something called hot tub lung that you can get hot tub lung and this guy wasn't even in the fucking hot tub this kid is always a fucking kid kid in australia he contracted the disease hot tub lung he hurt his ankle and i guess he must be rich or something because his parents had an indoor pool and next to the indoor pool was a media room media room i don't know why they call it that he was a, he had a living room or something next to it maybe maybe it was a theater i don't fucking know so he spent a lot of time in there his ankles bummed up he's next to the goddamn indoor pool and then he starts to get super sick and they go to the hospital and he gets this bacteria in him that is referred to as hot tub lung it's called mycobacterium and and uh, it's, it was from the pool. So he was like, it became aerosol. He breathed it, <laughs> breathed it in from the, the room over. And apparently the whole family got hot tub lung because obviously they were breathing it in. The reason for it, folks, is they switched from chlorine to a non-chlorine alternative and thus allowing the bacteria to grow. So next time you're at your buddy's place and he's got an indoor fucking pool or he's got a hot tub, you ask him if he's got chlorine in it because... Look, it's it's uh, it's the it's the better idea, okay? You want to get the chlorine over whatever baking soda and vinegar. I don't know what the fuck they were using instead as an alternative. Borax, who fucking knows? Everybody got hot tub lung, and uh, yeah, they're, you know they had mild damages from it that uh, two years later still fucking appearing. All right, guys. So that is the uh, weird fucking news. Bit of a weird one bit all over the place but you know what that's what this pod is about people are supposed to find this 
without it being promoted. You know we don't promote this podcast. Everybody, thank you for listening. We got the two in for January. We got some good birthday things. We talked about Subway, and we're ready to take on February. Cupid's arrow up my ass. Make sure to rate on your favorite podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We're on it all, babe. See you next week.